love this podcast? Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Hello and welcome to... (laughs) (laughs) Cut, cut, Mark Anthony is trying to give a JLo some competition in how many marriages he could have and B Leo DiCaprio competition on how creepy your relationships could be <laughs> for, for anyone who doesn't know Mark Anthony last month tied the knot with a 23 year old Miss Universe contestant Nadia Ferreira and they are expecting their first child. Uh, Jesus, <laughs> what do you what do you have in common with somebody who is the same age as your oldest kid? Oh no, no, she's younger than his oldest. His oldest daughter is twenty nine. <laughs> this is so fucking fucked up. Oh, Dios mío! You know what? I don't want to hear nobody talk shit about J Lo now one more time about her her marriages because at least they're the they're the appropriate age. <laughs> yeah, she might have had twenty thousand marriages, but they're not with people younger than her children. <laughs> Hello and welcome to It's Like This, your one-stop shop for everything pop. Culture that is, I'm Eliane and I'm coming to you from my mother's balcony in Florida. So I apologize if you hear ducks, barking dogs, or hissing alligators. Hey, Greg. <laughs> hey, for, for, for once, I am further north than you. Oh my gosh, I know, we're, but we're always on like just just such random places. I feel like I've been recording all all around the country this year. <laughs> I love it. Where in the world is Eliane? Who knows where I'll be next? Well, I mean, I know I'll be back at home <laughs> in New York, in dreary New York by the time you guys are listening to this. So, Jet Setter, Jet Setter, Globetrotter.
Look at you, sociolite. <laughs> You'll be a so, real housewife soon. You know what? Somebody needs to get me on a reality show. Let's make this happen. Absolutely. <laughs> it's been a hell of a week. It has been a week. It has been a week. How are you doing, Greg? I'm I'm good. I'm good. It's, you know, I, okay, so my, my cat got sick and like oh no stopped eating and you know i thought okay well this is it um so i rushed him to the vet and you know i am the type of person that um i call my pets like you know, fat boy, fat ass, stuff like that out, you know, out of love in, in the same way you would call like your grandmother a fat ass. Um, so we get to, we get to the vet and, uh, my cat has, um, FIV, which is the cat equivalent of HIV. So his immune system isn't, isn't great. Oh no, baby. Um, so, so I have to, Anytime we go to the vet or somewhere where there's other cats, he's got to stay in in his crate until like right before the vet comes out. So get in the exam room and the vet comes in and I say to my cat, I open the door and I'm like, all right, come on, fat boy, let's let's get you out. And so the vet does his his little thing and he's like, you know, um. I've got a specialist here that I'm going to let you talk to. And in, in my head, I'm going, oh, fuck, specialist. I'm, I'm about to write like a six-figure check. Um, so this specialist comes in and, you know, just kind of observes me and my cat. And, you know, I, I'm talking to my cat like it's a 40-year-old man, um, you know, and so the the specialist turns out is a a cat therapist. Um, oh, so my cat has low self esteem. Greg, your cat has low <laughs> self esteem. Stop calling him a fat boy. <laughs> oh my god! I'm I, listen. All jokes aside, <laughs> we need to prioritize the cat's mental health. But right. also, I'm glad it wasn't something life threatening because I know how scary it can be when you take your babies to the vet and you hear specialist, you're like, fuck. Yeah. I'm going to have to sell a kidney, (laughs) you know? Oh, well, okay. So (laughs) what did the cat therapist suggest? Uh, My cat is on antidepressants now. Oh, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. You know what? This is so 2023 and I love everything about it. Prioritize your pet's mental health, people. That's uh, okay. Oh, poor baby. (laughs) Well, I hope your cat recovers and, you know, is less depressed and more happy and stop calling him a fan. They also gave him a um, an appetite stimulant. Oh no! And so, so like I've had to refrain from apparently making fat jokes about my cat. Oh and my gosh! So. 
Oh, He'll never my. hear this, so I don't have to. I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, he, your cat is not a listener of our show, so that's okay. He's yes. your secret is safe with us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, on to the week. Um, you know, I have to say, I was pleasantly surprised. I was digging around, and I found some some juicy celebrity gossip um and greg found some juicy celebrity gossip so we're gonna we're gonna bring it all to you but as always let's just get the bad out of the way yes um richard belzer the actor better known as detective munch from special victims unit um passed away at 78 yeah and it was really lovely to see um the law and order like family you know give their condolences and everything like that because it makes you realize yeah these people have worked together for a really long time and they they really do like each other so that was nice to see much love to his family yeah and you know prior to uh richard belzer being on being a part of the law and order dynasty as it were i he was actually a very successful stand-up comedian he's actually fucking hilarious he is hilarious extremely funny like if you never saw his stand-up like go go look some up but you're gonna laugh your ass off yeah Yeah, it's it's very dry and very it was um he was very much an influence on how how i like to deliver a punchline um so oh we love you munch Oh, well, okay. Now, now that that's out of the way, let's, let's just gossip. There were a couple of award shows since the last time we recorded, and I just kind of want to dive in and talk a little bit about both. So the first one was the BAFTAs. Um, That was about a week ago. That was, that was like the day after we recorded the last episode. We, you know, we weren't able to speak about it last week, but I think that that award show birthed one of my favorite 2023 viral moments so far. (laughs) (laughs) Angela Bassett did the thing. Like, (laughs) did you see that video? I I did. And, you know, I love Ariana DeVos. Adore her. Um, And so... You know, this is this is nothing against her, but that opening musical number is what happens when there are only white people in the writer's room. Ooh, say that. Say that. But also, you know what people (laughs) I thought it was I honestly thought it was hilarious. So she was doing a little skit. Um, an opening number, singing, dancing, and it was all about the women nominated for Best Actress. Am I right? Yes. Um, so <laughs> it was funny, but you know, British people kind of, they don't know how to laugh. And so a lot of the face reactions <laughs> in the crowd were just really awkward. Um, I en- I thoroughly enjoyed it, and you could see Viola Davis behind her, and she was like, "Yeah, yeah." It definitely it was one of those things <laughs> that, um, from a humor perspective, it played better to the Americans in the audience because they got it. Oh, without a doubt. Um, you know, if they had done something like 
if she had done that at the Oscars, it would have just absolutely slayed. Oh, yeah. Everybody would have been like a standing ovation. Um, I also think because there was video from her backstage getting ready and she was singing it. And I think she shouldn't have done that right before she went out on stage, because then when she was on stage, she was all out of breath and like just off. Um, But I I just it comedy gold. I loved it. 10 out of 10 would recommend. (laughs) Yes. From something that was not supposed to be a comedic moment. um, Right. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And I love her. Um, Let's see the winners, Kate Blanchett, Austin Butler. Um, yeah. Sam Smith had an interesting outfit. Oh no, sorry, wrong, wrong ones, wrong one. Wrong one. I but I mean it was it was pretty it was pretty standard um award yeah. show fair. Um I really loved what Angela Bassett had on. Um that 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 color um you know the, the dress was gorgeous it looked great on her um Florence Pugh was another one who I thought looked really fantastic in in the orange with the ruffles yeah the looks were like okay I, I feel like nothing totally stood out in a good or totally bad way mm. I don't know if that's good though I don't I don't I don't know it it didn't get me you know like that award yeah. show didn't like i don't think i was its intended audience that's, that's okay that's fair um i feel like i you know nicola coughlin i i i don't know who her stylist is i don't know who's 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 sending her like options to wear um but they need to be fired uh they're just like she always shows up in just the like dowdiest missing the mark it just didn't I feel like a lot of stylists this award season are maybe they really dislike their employers and they're trying to get fired so that they can collect (laughs) unemployment or something I don't know but there's there's been a lot of misses I do think Michelle Yeoh looked yes chic and gorgeous like that suit the color the fit the sleeves it was it was like a rose gold almost like it was very pretty very nicely tailored um she looked very smart yes (laughs) always always somebody always always somebody who who nails it yes and the beauty was on point like her hair makeup jewelry yes on point and then uh, there was, and I will I will let you uh, say say the name of it because I will fuck it all the way up. Oh, the second award show. So that so this is hilarious. I, I'm visiting my mom in in Florida, and last night we were we had dinner, and then my stepdad runs in, turn the TV on. Premio lo nuestro is on, and <laughs> we were like, how could we forget? So. Premio Lo Nuestro is a, it's a Latin American award show uh, for music. So it's all, it's music. It's, I don't want to say it's like the Grammys, but it's definitely not like like the MTV Music Awards. Like it's, it's higher than that, but it's not quite Grammys. Um, 
And what I really like about it is just all different styles of genre of music from the Spanish speaking world. That that's basically what it was. Um, so it was awesome. <laughs> I was feeling very Boricua. Um, for those of you who know who Evie Queen is, like she had a bomb ass performance. And then she was also given like an icon award because that bitch is an icon. And what I loved was, so for those of you who don't know, Evie Queen is basically the first female reggaeton singer to like really blow up. She was she was doing it when there was no other girls doing it. You know, like Becky G, who the fuck is you without Evie Queen? Okay, that's all I got to say. Um, so when she came up to accept her award, <laughs> I loved her acceptance speech. She said something like, well, this goes out to the people who told me, no, you can't do this type of music. You can't do this type of music. What, just because I carry two ovaries? And then I fell on the floor. I was like, yes, queen. Yes, queen. Um, also, Premio Lo Nuestro did not snub Bad Bunny. Can you guess what award he won? All of them. <laughs> not not all of them. He won quite a few. But he won Album of the Year. Nice. Hear that, Grammys? Our people know what the fuck is up, even if y'all don't. So we'll just leave that at that. Um, Mark Anthony was there singing with Maluma's fine ass. Oh my God, that man is so fine. Oh. Very much, very Osuna much. Una was there. And then there was a whole salsa tribute to Victor Manuel with like Jerry Rivera, Gilberto Santa Rosa. It was, it was amazing. It was, if you like Latino music, that was the award show for you. Um, yeah. And also on the red carpet, we saw Mark Anthony with his little child bride. And yeah, that yes. was something. <laughs> I, there was, there was someone there. There was an artist there. Uh, Tokisha, I think is her name. And she showed up in uh, this in it in like a pinstripe suit, but she had a mustache on and I stand so fucking hard. I love it. I love it. I love it. Love. Love. Yes. And Evie Queen for anybody who is not familiar, she's um, she's like 50 years old and she is fierce as fuck. She is 100% that bitch, that bitch. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Like all the reggaetoneros, like they bow down to the queen. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I saw um, she, I think it was about around the time of the Latin Grammys, uh, she was doing an interview and she looked fabulous doing this interview. She was in uh, like this long like fur coat and she was sitting there, she was chilling. And the person interviewing her asked her like, you know, how how does it feel to be an older woman in in this field? And she said something to the effect of, you know, age is nothing but a number and no one will clock me. And she stood up and she took the jacket off and she had on this cat suit that was mostly sheer Ooh. and like had a few like strips covering the, you know, beneath me down there's. And I was like, no, you're right. Nobody, nobody will ever clock your shit, ma'am. Nope. <laughs> Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> I love her. Love, I stand. <laughs> yes. 
Oh, you know what else? I stand this week so fucking hard. The brat and her wife announced that they are expecting their first child together. The brat is carrying the baby and she is 48 fucking glorious years old. And I fucking live. Those pregnancy announcement photos were fucking everything. She said um, that she wanted to make sure that the photo shoot was kind of gangster inspired. <laughs> Nobody's going to be like used to her being like soft and like maternal and shit. She's like me having a kid. This is crazy. I, I love it. I mean, just the fact that, you know, the brat's been around for decades now. Great career. And we've always kind of wondered about her her love life and her unwillingness to share that with us. And it wasn't until 2020 that she formally came out. And I think that's amazing that, I don't know, to me, that message just says, it doesn't matter how old you are. It is never too late to stand in your truth and live your life the way you want to live your life. And let the naysayers just, I don't know, go fuck off somewhere because she is doing it. She looks I, great. I like that, you know, with with Debrat and, you know, Queen Latifah, uh, that, you know, when when they came, when they formally came out, publicly came out, uh, they both said that they hadn't done it prior to the moment that they chose because they wanted to keep something for themselves. And I, I appreciate that so much, you know, from people who live in the public eye that they're like, you know what, this is for me. Yeah. I, and you know what, especially, especially when it comes to black women, because we know how people are just like all in their fucking business. And had they come out earlier in their careers, it would have turned into just questions about their love life and their sexuality and their sexual preferences, as opposed to their music, their acting, their their businesses. And so I do understand that, you know, you've got to really have something for yourself, which, which kind of brings us to our next story. Um, Paris Hilton, the queen of like overexposed. Yes. She recently had a baby by surrogate and her mom, like her own family, nobody knew, no, not one person, just her and her husband and their doctors and their surrogate. Those were the only people that knew that a baby was coming. They did not tell their family until the baby was a week old that there was even a baby. And, and the reason for this, she said, was because she wanted to have something that was just theirs and that wasn't shared with Page Six and Perez Hilton. And, you know, I'm not mad with that. I, I, I'm kind of a fan of that. I'm impressed. Impressed. It's it definitely it definitely shows um, shows growth from her. Uh, and. Ooh. You know, that like good for her. Yes. And, and his name, I, I love, I actually really love his name. She just revealed his name is Phoenix. And I, I'm not usually like 
a fan of people naming their children like names of places, but I really like the name Phoenix and the middle name she gave him is her brother's name, Baron. It's so sweet. And the baby's so cute. He's so cute. And her reasoning behind like, because her her plan was that, you know, she she wanted a little girl and she was if it if it was a little girl she was going to name name her london london and paris cuz she she thought that was cute and she yeah. wanted to stick with the theme of of a city name with the boy so so i like i i like that it's 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 cute and not like that weird like white people type thing that you usually get right i'm here for this new era of like grown up Paris just I, I you know what the last year or so I've really been changing my perception of her I, I'm 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 a fan go Paris that's hot if you had asked me 10 15 years ago you know how do you think Paris Hilton will have held up you know given that you know she was this notorious party girl and so on and so forth i was like she will probably have like so much work done that she'll be unrecognizable but that is not the case like she looks fantastic she does she really does i i I just love everything about that story and and it tickles me that she didn't tell anybody in her family. Like, I wonder if they're pissed about it. But if they are, fuck it. Like, I don't know. Because she said, she's like, if you tell one person, they're going to tell another person. And then that person's going to tell another person. And then before you know it, it's on page six, you know? So This is true. And I think it's, you know, it's a thing where, like, you don't have to tell your family every time you take a shit. This is true. I, I opt to not tell my mom anytime I'm taking a shit, just FYI, yeah. in case you guys were wondering. Um. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, well, ooh, so now since we're in like that Hollywood sphere, man, these Hollywood people are just, and, and by Hollywood, I mean people who like live in the area, who live in LA, who live in, you know, Beverly Hills, Hollywood area. They are a, a they are a bunch of messy bitches this week. Yes, messy, 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 messy. So before we get into that mess, <laughs> I am appalled to report, appalled to report that Bad Bunny and Kendall Jenner were spotted on a double date with Haley. And Justin Bieber. I don't. I don't like that. I don't like that. Not one bit. I don't like it at all. Greg, no, this this cannot be. I will not let this stand. We need to, we need to save Benito. We need to, we need to pull him back from the clutches. Okay. And you know what? Kendall Jenner is the least egregious to me of that Kardashian Jenner clan. I mean, maybe except for Courtney. I guess Courtney doesn't bother me all that much. You know what I mean? 
But we've always kind of liked the fact that Kendall is very private. So they they tried very hard not to be seen. Um, she arrived at the restaurant actually just with Haley. You know what I mean? And they all entered at different times and through different entrances and left out the back. Like they didn't get any footage of them actually being together. So I'm still holding out hope. <laughs> it is not actually true, but it's is probably true. Um, but I just don't want him involved in this shit. It one, it smells like a stunt. Um, yeah. And two, it may just be one of those things where like maybe it was like a friend thing i i really hope so i really do and i don't want to begrudge the man for having fun i, I just you know i'm very particular about bad bunny and what he does with his life because i own him right <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding bad bunny you are free to live and love as you please but i'm also free to have a, an opinion about it <laughs> so yeah you are you are free to love and live and love as you please as long as you are only living and loving with omar apollo yeah that is, that is the stipulation that's the celebrity couple of my dreams right now but yes. you know what bad bunny will let it slide because there's other dirt to speak about in this little group of people <laughs> lord have mercy so apparently um Haley bieber not only hangs out with kendall she's actually very very good friends with kylie jenner I don't know how much the listeners know about the drama that has been going on. I feel like at this point for years now, has it been years? It's been a that, few years. Yeah. yeah Haley Bieber and Selena Gomez have had this fucking weird thing back and forth for years. I have to say, I don't think it was Selena who, whoever started it. Um, Haley Bieber gives me fangirl who got the guy and now wants to believe herself to be one of the celebrities and sweetie you're not a celebrity you're not your dad is one um your husband is one I guess by proxy you're well known because you're you know Alec Baldwin's daughter or whatever the fuck or whoever's daughter you are I don't even know which one of them their daughter is it or is it she I don't know. Uh, she's Billy's daughter. Oh, Billy. Well, there you go. Wrong. Ball um, ball. And, you know, to to her credit, uh, she prior to um, marrying Justin and getting lice and fucking her whole life, uh, she was a model. OK, Um. great. Gowns, gowns, beautiful gowns. Um, right. It, not and, not a successful one but she, she was a model <laughs> and, and you know what like i'm not a celebrity and that doesn't make me any less than but the point is that i'm not going around being a mean girl to to actual artists because i think i've got one on them because i married their ex like it's it's giving high school and it's really fucking whack so this week 
Um, Selena Gomez, who, who, who is actually now the most followed artist on Instagram. Isn't that random? Good for her. Um, she posted a video on TikTok, I believe. And she was like doing her makeup. And I guess she put a little too much like pomade or something on her eyebrows. And, and she was like, oops, I accidentally, whatever my eyebrows, right? Cut to about an hour later. Kylie Jenner posts a TikTok video or Instagram video, whatever. She posts a video and it's a close-up of her eyes. And right under one of the eyebrows, it says, this was a mistake or this was an accident? Question mark, question mark. And then in the next part of that reel was a FaceTime of her and Haley Bieber just showing their eyebrows. Like they were totally trolling her. That shit is so corny. Like it's the the Selena video. I feel like it was one of those one of those things that you know she did it to be funny. You know she was like, "Oops, I over laminated my brows." Da, da, da. You know that's it. It wasn't that deep. It was you know it toss away video it's you know whatever it's not anything to jump on and go oh my god da, 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 da. you know and then for these two nepo babies who are famous for being famous famous for being related to somebody famous or married to somebody famous or fucking somebody famous um to come after somebody who has made it on their own merits is you know it's not only laughable it's sad it is sad it's giving it's giving a little obsessed if i'm if i'm gonna be honest yeah you know he's your ex i mean he's her ex like i I don't know there's at some point you've got to get over it he married you Haley. He married you. He he doesn't, he's not with Selena Gomez anymore. And she hasn't given any inkling that she still has feelings for him. This was so fucking long ago. They were together when they were teenagers. Like this is, this is pathetic. It's pathetic and it's mean girl vibes. And I think Kylie Jenner, like stepping into it and, and adding to that shit is corny as hell. Like, girl, don't you have kids to take care of? You know what I'm saying? Don't you have a supposedly billion dollar makeup empire to run? Um, go do that. Yeah. Go, go handle your dry ass face scrubs that are terrible for your fucking skin and your cheap fucking lipsticks. Go handle that. But maybe don't do some like high school shit when you're grown up with fucking two kids. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, like That's and for for Haley, it's it's giving very I'm insecure in my marriage. Exactly that. Exactly that. It it makes people wonder, well, is everything that great? Like, why are you so worried? I, I don't know. It's just it's yeah. so stupid. It is so stupid. And I feel so bad because then Selena Gomez has to then come out. So a few hours later, after everybody caught on to those videos, Kylie Jenner is like, no, 
this is silly. I didn't even see her eyebrow posts, like, which I think is hilarious because yes, the fuck you did. Like, come on. What are the odds of that? Give me a break. You guys live in a tiny circle. Like Hollywood is a super small town. You know exactly what you were doing and who it was about. But then, you know, Selena has to come out and be like, yeah, I love Kylie. I'm a big fan. There's no problems because if she doesn't, then she she gives off bitter and and mean girls. It's girls. We graduated from high school a long time ago. It's time to grow up. It's time to grow up. Kylie, go worry about your fucking inflated fake lips and your fucking fake ass. Who, by the way, I don't mind anybody getting plastic surgery. I do mind motherfuckers trying to push these unrealistic beauty ideals onto young girls and lying about the fact that their body is not fucking nature, is not natural, is not, you know, given from God or from your mom or dad. It, it was from a doctor. Yeah. And it's okay. Just be be real about it and stop going around and making fun of girls who didn't botch their fucking faces. I don't know. I said what I said, Kylie. You can come find me. I don't care. Selena's a better person than me because I, one, would not have have put out a statement. And two, if I was asked about it, I would have taken a page from Mariah Carey's book and gone, I don't know her. Yep. I'm like, who? I'm sorry, who? Who? Mm -hmm. Yep. And then then it was funny because I think there was some other video that came out. It might have been Selena, Taylor, something. Because, you know, Taylor and Selena are like besties, besties. And they're just all being mean to just stop it. Stop it. You're grown women with careers, with families, with money, with blessings upon blessings, enough, enough. But, but of course, true to form, Kylie Jenner felt like it was not enough that week and the shade tour continued and, and got her own damn sister too. (laughs) Jesus. She shaded the fuck out of Kendall in an interview. Um, I think it was the people. Was it people? I think so. So she was interviewed. Let me look it up because I, I really, I don't want to, uh, to, oh, it was on, I'm sorry. It was on BuzzFeed. It was a BuzzFeed news article. Nope. Sorry. Wrong one. Um, She said that without a doubt, the the sister that she has the least in common with, and she said that without a doubt, it's Kendall. I'm like, ooh. Oh. Ooh. What is what is going on over there right now? What does she do to you? Are you mad because she's dating Bad Bunny and your man left you with two kids? Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I'm sorry, it's giving bitter. It's giving bitter. Yeah, she said that right now the person she's the most close to in her family is Kim because they have the most um similar situations right now. And I'm like, what is that? That she got a divorce and you 
broke up with your, I guess, like lots of people go through, I don't, I don't know. I've always found it really fucked up though, that the Kardashians seem to kind of push Kendall to the right a little bit because she doesn't have kids. And I find that really fucked up. It was the same way with Chloe for a while until she had kids. Do you notice yeah. that? Yeah. Like, it's like this weird little cult. You're not allowed in the club, Kendall, until you start popping them babies out. Like, what if she doesn't want fucking kids? But it's also, you weird. know, now that now that you've said that, um, it brings to mind how you know, everybody was, everybody in that family was beefing with Rob until he had a baby. Yes. It's really, it's weird. It's like, it's like they got a baby farm going on over there. And listen, I, I love kids. I'm a teacher. I work with children. Children are my bread and butter, so to speak. <laughs> um, but it's not right to ice out a family member because they either choose to or cannot have kids because we don't fucking know her business. Like right. that. she doesn't share that with us as she should keep that to herself if she wants. You know what I mean? I just, I think it's really, it's creepy. It gives me cult vibes. What the fuck? And I feel like Kendall, Kendall strikes me as the type who is very much of the mindset that she is going to prioritize her career over starting a family and she will do that you know when she when she can't model anymore or when she right. can't whatever the next step is and you know she she like um Courtney kind of is more low-key like she she doesn't feel the need to be the center of attention all the right. time and i i think that's maybe where like some of the the disconnect from the family is and you know that's that's sad that they can't respect that right i mean look at like the people not in as close with the others are rob kendall and yeah sometimes even courtney and that's because they tend to keep their mess or try to keep their mess out of the media and I respect that um I just think it's I don't I don't I don't know I don't care how mad I am at my sister that she I don't know borrowed my fucking sweater and ruined it or something whatever the hell she's mad at Kendall for because I'm sure it's nothing that deep I would never go on and do a magazine interview and say Oh, I'm close to this sister, but I'm not close to that one. Like whether that's true or not, and that's okay. You don't have to be super close with everybody in your family if you don't want to, but that wouldn't make people feel like shit. I, I don't know. Like that's gotta be a weird family dinner after that shit came out. You know what I mean? Oh, let's have a let's have a sister date, you guys, and then oh yeah, by the way, I'm close to her, but I'm and, and you. And mind you, Kendall and Kylie are the ones that are, like, they're close in age. The, the whole thing is giving weird. I mean, there are, for the question to be, like, which sister are you are you closest and not closest to? You know, there there is, 
there are thousands of different ways to have worded that so it would not have come off so shady. You know, she yeah. could have just as easily ignored the which sister are you not closest to and just said, you know what, right now I'm closest to Kim because she and I have a lot of the same things going on. And let that be that. Right. And, you know, that messy interviewer aside, she didn't even have to answer that at all. Yeah. I would have been, you know, listen, my students ask me all the time, Miss Rodriguez, who's your favorite? I obviously have a favorite, bro. We all have favorites. But you don't say that. You don't answer that. I go, you're all my favorites. <laughs> exactly. Like I get I get asked constantly, um, you know, who who was your favorite interview of mixtape? And my default answer is every episode, every interview is my favorite for different reasons. Right. Just have a little tact. I don't know, yeah. man. You guys are family that do better. But, you know, when she's going around still playing like cyber bullying high school games, you can't be that surprised that she's also an ass to her family. So. And this, Kylie, is why you're no longer the most followed person on Instagram. Bloop! Oh, guess who is? Oh, Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. <laughs> Sweetie, beating you at your own damn game. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> well, I just want to say this last story to me is my favorite, favorite of the week because. I feel like we are in the age of the renaissance, so to speak, of Christina Aguilera. She is back, baby. And she showed us this weekend why she's a fucking star, okay? She performed at a music festival in Chile. Um, it was called the Viña Fest. And it, it's a music uh you know, it's a regular, it's a music festival. It's big. Did you see the venue though? Shit, it's huge. Yeah, it, it's insane. Like, it, it, I was like, whoa, this is the venue for a music festival? Like, we are doing it wrong. Right. <laughs> We've been doing it so wrong over here. Um, she, Her set, she killed it. She killed it. She killed it. I beg you listeners, go out on the internet and find these videos of her performance because she she is on top of her form right now her voice is on point she was you know like she had a whole stage presence she had dancers like she had props everything yes it was it was giving like major headlining tour that's what that's what it felt like to me and not just oh, a performance in a music festival and and then she almost damn near broke Twitter. She was trending. She was like the she was in the worldwide trending topics. I was like, yes, queen. Mm-hmm. Yes, queen. I mean, she once again proved that you know, with with her, those notes that you hear on the album are the ones that you're gonna hear live. That part, <laughs> and most of y'all faves can't do that. Just yeah. remember that. The next time you come for Christina, motherfuckers, remember that, that your faves, a lot of them can't do that. Yes. Especially after, you know, 20 years. You know what I mean? And 
speaking of faves uh, coming for Christina, uh, there is kind of an offshoot of this story. Um, so Pink has recently released a new album um, that no one has heard. Uh, and, you know, Pink is somebody that I used to, I used to love, I used to respect. Um, but she has this pattern of every time she comes out with a new project, she feels the need to bring up um, the Lady Marmalade video and how, like, she doesn't like Christina Aguilera. Um, and it's it's no longer one of those things where like you know oh we just didn't get along it you know it's it's gotten nasty and you know lady marmalade was fucking 20 years ago dude yeah, it let was, it fucking go i i actually i i posted about this on twitter this past week i i was like girl this is giving bitter you are bitter and it's not cute. It's not a cute color on you. This song, you guys, it was released 22 years ago, meaning that it was recorded at least 22 or more years ago. You know what I'm saying? So that incident, whatever the fuck happened between her and Christina during the recording of that song and the making of the video, whatever the hell it is, happened 22 years ago, at least. It's time to stop talking about it. It's yeah. pathetic, especially since she had said previously that she was not going to talk about it anymore. Right. And then she needs some publicity and then she goes and talks about it. Girl, go fly on some like trapeze thingies and shut the fuck up. Cause I'm tired. I'm sorry. Like if there is anyone who has the right to still be bitter about that entire project, it is Maya because they gave her the shittiest part of the song. Yes! The the absolute gall of Pink to think that she deserved the biggest part of the song. Bitch, she you can't, can't hit those you notes. Can't hit those notes. You better stop it. You better sit down and and you know, smoke your Marlboro fucking breads or whatever that gives you that voice. I don't care. It's a cool voice. I like it. But stop, stop shitting on other people because they are able to do things that you can't. That's okay. We can all do the same stuff. That's fine. But also Maya got played. She deserved Pink's part without a doubt. And I think, honestly, it's because Pink raised such a big stink about not getting the main part that they were like, ah, fine, let's give her this fucking part. And Maya was like, you know what, whatever. I'm still in this song and I'm still a bad bitch and I don't need to do this. Because I'm not pathetic. Yeah. And, uh, like then, the three other people in on that song and in that video, you yeah. know, they don't talk about it. They're like, you know, whatever. I would I was there. Right. It happened. And, and weird thing she said, she was like, you know, the only people that were cool were Maya and Kim. And then I started thinking, I said, hold up. So not only are you talking shit about Christina Aguilera, but you're also talking shit about Missy Elliott. Right. Because she was part of that song too, bitch. Now, now I'm mad and you need to take it back because you wish you had a tenth of the talent 
that Missy Elliott has, you raggedy ass bitch. I am mad about it. And let's let's be honest that, you know, really the moments that Pink is most remembered for are moments where she was not the featured performer. And I'm talking about Lady Marmalade and also the uh, Pepsi commercial with Beyonce and Britney. Oh, she was in that? I'm, I, I didn't, I don't remember. Oh, I'm sorry. It's like, girl, get over it. Yeah. It's, it's so sad. You are, a, a, <laughs> you've done a million things since then. Focus on those things. Yeah. People would still want to talk about those things without you having to bring this up from 20 plus years ago. It's so and that's sad. And that's the thing. Like, it's not even like, she's not even being asked about it. Um, exactly. You know, sad. she was doing, she was doing an interview where like they showed her stills from her music videos and they got to the the lady marmalade video and then she went into this diatribe about it and it's like you could have just said you know just talked about something you enjoyed on that video like the costumes or, or nothing there's yeah. always the option to not say anything at all you know you're not forced to say anything so yeah. you wanted that min- minute in the spotlight because it wasn't 15 it was maybe 30 seconds worth um and, you know, to all the weird pink apologists in my mentions on Twitter, like, go outside. Yeah, touch grass. Stand in the sun for a little bit. Touch the grass. You're going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Little tink tink. It's going to be okay. I, 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 and, and, and don't even get me started on the fact that in order to get really popular, pink leaned into you know, being a culture vulture and stealing the black music sound that was popular at the time. And then once she got really popular, all of a sudden she wants to be like alternative rocker chick. Bitch, I see you. I see what you're doing. You are whack as fuck. And, you know, the only reason, you know what's funny? Oh my God, I just realized this. I actually saw Pink in concert once and you want to know why? Because she was the opening act on the Justified Stripped Tour. Okay, bitch? So relegate yourself back to opening act fucking status and shut the fuck up. There we that's go. right. You had to open for Christina Aguilera. Maybe that's why you're still mad. Mm. Bloop. I said it. There it I is. I said it. And and now, you know, before I go any deeper into the I'm going to beat up on pink rabbit hole, let's go on to my favorite part of this show. It's BuzzFeed quiz time. Yeah. BuzzFeed quiz time. This week, we took a quiz. Let me bring it up. It was called Choose Movies from this rom-com-only streaming service to reveal which Jennifer Coolidge character you truly are. So, First and foremost, I want to know, uh, 
where where is this rom-com only streaming service of of which we speak um, right can i sign up I, I would very much like to <laughs> sign up for that yes i would love that actually you know we need to we need to come back to that because yeah. that would be really great i'm and i don't mean like hallmark movies which they're great during the holidays but i mean like true rom-coms all the time oh my god we need to get on this maybe yeah. we've got an idea here anyways so i i'll go first i'm wondering if we ended up with the same character and to my chagrin i ended up with a jennifer coolidge character um from a project of hers that i have not seen yet so i don't know how how true this is but Shit, i got, got the same Sarah mccoy from the white lotus did you get her too? <laughs> yep. <laughs> it says you're definitely lovable and quite interesting. But let's be honest, you can be a bit clueless. You usually learn things the hard way, but you always come out stronger. I have a bone to pick with this quiz. I I'm not clueless. But I love Jennifer Coolidge, so I'll take it. And I still haven't seen White Lotus, have you? Yes, yes, I've seen uh, both seasons. It's it's absolutely fantastic. Okay, so do you think we're like her, that character? Um, <laughs> yes, yeah. I, ah! <laughs> I love it. I, so now I need to watch it. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, when we were when I was taking the quiz, um, I was like, as as I'm picking films, I'm like, we're gonna get the same answer. <laughs> You know, we we do we do that sometimes. We be on the same wavelength, okay? That's right. <laughs> our, ta our taste in rom coms is exactly the same. It is. It is. I know you picked ten things I hate about you. Yes, I absolutely yeah, did. That's, that's <laughs> right. This is the correct answer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ooh. So we're, you know now now we're on to our recommendations this week. Um, Greg, do you have a, a true or or an anti? Um. I have um, two true recommendations. Uh, the Ooh. first is a, a food item, a, a first for the show. Um, and you can find this item in uh, your grocer's freezer. Uh, and I believe they're made by Jolly Green Giant, maybe. Um, they're, they're veggie tots. More specifically, okay. uh, the broccoli cheddar ones. They're like tater tots, um, but they are filled with, there's like an eggplant Parmesan one. Uh, there's a broccoli and cheese one. Uh, the broccoli and cheese one is the one that I am partial to. Um, Ooh, I love the tater tot. Fucking love tater tots. I never got over that cafeteria food staple, you know, like, now it's a thing like now there's all these like fancy bars and shit that like sell tater tots like i can't just go down to my school cafeteria and get some. <laughs> um, but they are <sighs> they're fucking fantastic so good and and they're good for you um so so definitely uh grab grab some of those um and then for my other recommendation um there is a new issue of Dear Dean Magazine out right now. Should be in your inbox if you have subscribed. If you have not subscribed, uh, go do you that. Can, 
you can pause this episode and go to www.deardean, that's D-E-A-R-D-E-A-N.com slash subscribe. It's free. Uh, it's out once a month. The content is always, always fucking quality. Always. And I don't know if you noticed, um, a little feature in there was a birthday message to Myron's daughter, who turned 18 this week. So happy, happy, happy birthday to her. Yes. And and Myron's actually on his way here um, now to meet my mom for the first time, y'all. This is fucking crazy. Oh my god. Um and there's a crow like making noises behind me. I am sorry. This Florida is wild, y'all. It is fucking wild. Can I tell you that this morning and I will pr- I promise I'll get to my recommendation. <laughs> but I like to go off on a tangent like a lot of like Florida like communities have these like ponds in the in the center like this nice little pond and they've got this whole ecosystem going on. I mean there's fucking geese, there's heron, there's cranes. There's I saw a blue jay in the bird feeder this morning. This is really cute. Um, but also this particular pond has a, a resident that I've, I've I've kind of been wanting to see. It's a fucking gator. I saw it this morning. <laughs> he's, he's still pretty little, so um, they they don't actually come and remove them until they get to at least four feet long. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so cool um but yeah it was alligator watching this morning and i i caught a glimpse of the of the gator so i apologize for the wild menagerie that is going on behind me but true to form my recommendation this week is salacious it's cheesy it's trashy and i fucking love it it is perfect match a reality competition show on netflix in which check this out they put together a bunch of single stars from other Netflix shows and just shove them in a beautiful house together, okay? And they attempt to find love, the perfect match. But of course it's messy because if, if if it wasn't messy, I wouldn't like it. Um, they compete, they, go, they do all these competitions to see who's the most compatible at the end of each, you know, competition. They choose the most compatible couple, and that couple gets to pick two new singles to come in and fuck everything up <laughs> for all the other couples. It's so good. I die. Um, it's very messy. So if you want to relax, um, take your mind off the crows screeching behind you, um, and just watch something fun and light and salacious. Watch the perfect match on perfect match on Netflix. It's really it's it's hilarious. <laughs> I'm gonna check that out. It reminds me, I uh, there is there's a British show, uh, called Celebs Go Dating, and oh. it is they set two celebrities up on like a blind date. Celebrity blind dates. Ooh, yeah. I totally watch that. Oh, yes. Oof. Well, this has been a great episode full of just fun banter and celebrity right. gossip. We love, we love, we love, we love. 
we're, we hope you guys had fun. Yes. I, again, apologize for the screeching birds. <laughs> and please join us next week. I promise it will be much more quiet when we are recording. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, until then, I've been Selena Gomez's laminated eyebrows. And until next time, I have been the baby alligator hidden in Eliane's carry-on bag. Yes, I'm bringing him home. (laughs) His name is Milton. (laughs) That's adorable. (laughs) All right, everyone. Thank you for being with us. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. This has been a Rod Wharton production. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.